The Champions League show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is a place you want to bet to get in on all of the Champions League and EPL action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Ace Per Head is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Simply Safe, the leader in home security. Go to simplysafe.com slash SGP today to get free shipping on your order plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. S-I-M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit up to $100. That's monkeyknifefight.com promo code SGP. Champions League show here for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. This is it. The Champions League is back. We have 16 teams left and we are going to look at those last 16 games and a few of the futures markets here. Obviously, the logical place to start would be to look at the winner of this tournament, and uh, Manchester City are still the favourites here, despite being inconsistent in the Premier League throughout the season and trailing Liverpool by a whopping 25 points. They are the 72 favourites to win this tournament ahead of Liverpool, the defending champions and the unbeaten team leading the Premier League with only two points dropped all season. They are second at four to one. After that, you have a little bit of a drop off down to Barcelona, who are at six to one. Bayern Munich at 7 to 1, PSG at 7 to 1, then another drop down to Juve at 10 to 1, Real Madrid at 14 to 1, 25 to 1, Atletico 25 to 1, Spurs 33 to 1, Chelsea 33 to 1, Leisping 40 to 1, Dortmund 50 to 1, Napoli 66 to 1, Atalanta 100 to 1, Valencia and 150 to 1 on Lyon. For me, I'm certainly going to be fading Manchester City as much as I actually would like to see Man City stick it to UEFA and end up winning this tournament uh, because of the two-year ban that they've got. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Man City have got a real, real tough draw here against Real Madrid, which we'll talk about later on. Liverpool... I think are a decent bet at 4-1, as much as I hate to say it. They haven't lost a two-legged tie under Jurgen Klopp. So since Jurgen Klopp took over, Liverpool haven't lost a two-legged tie under him. So that really does bode well for them going into this Champions League knockout stage. So 
They represent decent value at four to one. Barcelona, they are really struggling away from home. Away from home has been their Achilles heel in the Champions League over the last two years, losing a 3-0 lead against Liverpool to go out 4-3 on aggregate. And then, of course, the year before, they capitulated against Roma of all teams, heading into the first leg, are heading into the second leg with a 4-1 lead and then losing away from home 3-0. So that does concern me whether they can shake that away voodoo. In addition to that, they haven't looked particularly consistent in general throughout the season. Bayern Munich... I'm not too sure about Bayern Munich because they were beaten so convincingly last year by Liverpool, but they have added a lot of personnel. But you think with that personnel, they'll be comfortably winning the Bundesliga at least, but they're not doing that. PSG, I think, are the standout team here in terms of value because they are dominating their league. They have the opportunity to rest players throughout coming into these Champions League team and Champions League games and make this their sole focus. That's why I like the value on them. Juve as well. They haven't tied up the league in Serie A at the moment. They are still narrowly ahead of Inter Milan and they've allowed Lazio to get into that title race. But I do think they will wrap that up at some point. I do think that they'll start maybe formulating a gap and they'll be able to concentrate on this Champions League. And they do have the benefit of having a relatively easy draw here in this last 16 phase. Real Madrid, big outsiders at 14-1. to If they can get past Manchester City, that's going to look like an unbelievable prize. And Atletico Madrid... I think despite the fact that they are very good at knockout football, they do have a real, real tough assignment here with Liverpool. But all of a sudden, that's going to look like a big price if they can get through. Aside from that, I don't think there's any hope of Tottenham coming back and getting or even getting back into the Champions League final, despite being managed by Jose Mourinho. Chelsea really are fading here in the second half of the season. 33 to 1, there's no value in that. Or in Leisping. I guess there could be some value in Borussia Dortmund because if they could spring the upset in what is likely to be a shootout against PSG, there could be some value in them. But aside from that, I don't see any. I think for me, PSG and Juve at their prices have to be the standout or maybe even Real Madrid. I think that little chunk in the middle, if we take out the top four, if we take out the two English clubs, City and Liverpool, and we look at the inconsistencies of Barca and Bayern, I think PSG and Juve have to be the standouts. PSG, because of this, the scheduling where they've already wrapped up the league and, and can come into every game fresh. Real Madrid, because they've won it, of course, three times out of the last four years. And Juve, because... This is their sole goal to win the Champions League. They've won Serie A over and over and over again. And of course, they have Cristiano Ronaldo there. Um, they have a solid back line. They have the back line that, uh, which is equivalent to what Atletico Madrid have except they can actually put the ball into the back of the net they're almost tailor made to win this competition which is why I think they're a really big price here at 10 to 1 but they're the three standout teams for me in the middle bracket of this competition before we move on to those last 16 games I want to look at this betting market here labelled as Champions League stage milestones you can bet on teams to separately reach the final and you can bet on teams here to reach the semi-final. At the start of the season, we already posted out a bet on Barcelona to reach the semi-finals. And that was originally priced at 6-5. to five. It's moved to even money here, probably because of the favorable draw that Barcelona have against a very inconsistent and fading Napoli team are having their worst season in years. Nowhere near challenging for the leader. We're lucky to bet back into the Champions League next season. So it's a favorable draw for Barcelona. And if they can pick up another favorable draw, there will be value here at even money. 
Liverpool, I think, are represent some value at even money because I do think they may have too much to get past this Atletico team and any kind of favourable draw or even not a favourable draw because they're so good over two legs under Klopp. They could still be uh, comfortably get through to another Champions League final. In these two-legged ties, they... Um, as I said, they've never lost two league ties, and that includes the Europa League as well. Remember, under Klopp, they also got to the Europa League final, lost the final to Seville. So in order to knock Liverpool out, you're going to have to be the first team to stop them, or you're going to have to beat them in a final, and they are 9-4 to four to reach the final here. Manchester City even to reach the semis, don't think represents any value. PSG, I certainly think do. Um, I think they're just going to outscore Borussia Dortmund in any kind of favourable tie in the next round means there's decent value on them at 11-10. to 10. And Real Madrid are the big, big value here. They're at 9-2. to two. Now, they're already 11-8 to eight to get past Manchester City in this round, or 6-4 to four in places. So, for them to get past a second round at 4-1 to one represents very, very good value, especially when you consider they are the likely league winners of La Liga. Now, how you've got Barcelona at evens to reach the next round and, and so much higher up to win this competition than you have Real Madrid really baffles me. I guess people are under the assumption that Manchester City are just going to comfortably knock this team out. But with Manchester City's away record in the Champions League, I don't see how it's an automatic. I, I almost see that game between Real Madrid and Manchester City in all categories as a toss-up in terms of... Um, both teams have inconsistencies and weaknesses, whereas Manchester City are very good up top. Uh, Real Madrid are better than Man City at the back. And Real Madrid are no mugs up top. They've still got Benzema, they've still got Bale, they've got Eden Hazard, despite the fact he's not in great form. In fact, if you were to do a combined 11, you could argue that Real Madrid would actually have more players in there than Manchester City. Now, obviously, this is the tie of the round. We will be spending a significant amount of time on it later on, but... I, for one, am not understanding the the heavy favoritism here that Manchester City are getting here in this round or just overall in this, in this competition. We start with Atletico Madrid hosting the holders here and the qualification market here sees Liverpool as the strong favourites at one to three. Atletico available at nine to four. This one could get tricky for Liverpool if they are unable to score in Madrid, even if they come away with a nil-nil, because a score draw at Anfield will then be enough to see Atletico go through. I don't think that's likely to happen, because this season Liverpool have a 100% record at Anfield, and I expect that to continue here against Atletico Madrid. So Atletico Madrid are going to have to go into the, for, into the second leg with a win. And the, the most likely win that they're able to pick up will be 1-0. Now, on the other show, I already tipped this game, the first leg at being under 2.5. I do think it'll be a tight game, a 0-0, a 1-0 either way, or at best a 1-0. But either way, I don't see Atletico Madrid being able to knock out this Liverpool team unless they are able to travel to Anfield with a clean sheet and and basically encourage Liverpool to come onto them and force the game, which may allow Atletico to score a second goal or an away goal on the counter-attack. But for me, Liverpool's record uh, under Jurgen Klopp in two-legged ties is unparalleled. And um, I, I just see this team getting past Atletico. Although... I will say that Atletico are the type of team that Liverpool don't want to play in this competition because they set up negatively. They are in that realm of team that have caused Liverpool problems this season. Sheffield United away from home, Norwich away from home, Manchester United away from home. These are all games where Liverpool struggle to break them down. But in the end, when you look at the results, a one all and two one nil wins, Liverpool did do enough. And if they replicate those results in this situation, they're going to go through to the next round of the Champions League. I think 
a more tricky draw for Liverpool moving forward in this competition would be the likes of Juventus. And Juventus, I feel, are very likely to get through this round, seeing as they only have to play against Lyon. <coughs> Up next, we look at Dortmund versus PSG, where PSG are the 4-11 to favourites to qualify here. Dortmund are available at 2-1. to I can make a case for Dortmund because they have a very, very good home record this season in the Bundesliga, but they don't have a great home record in the Champions League where they've only won two of six at home in the knockout stages. Coming into this game, it looks like a shootout, but it looks like the better quality is in the PSG side, despite the addition to Haaland for Dortmund. If they are able to win this game and take a victory over to PSG, I do believe that it will be with PSG scoring goals at the other end. So PS3 are going to transfer away goals to the second leg where I think they'll be able to finish job regardless. So barring a win for Dortmund by a two-goal margin or more, I think Paris Saint-Germain inevitably qualified from this tie anyway. And if, and if Dortmund do come away with a win, I would encourage people to take PSG at the new price in the second leg. So whatever it may be, if it be 2-1 or 3-2, I imagine there would be some line shift there. Uh, PSG would probably go from 4-11 to 11 to around about 4-6 to six minus 150, and I would still take them there to, to finish this job. I think Paris inevitably go through. I think these are two very similar teams with two with similar problems, and that being at defence. But the superior front line does go to Paris Saint-Germain, and also they have the benefit of being able to rest their players for the league games if we're coming into this game against Dortmund they rested seven players at the weekend in their four-all draw and uh, they'll be the freshest team for every single Champions League they really are well equipped to win this competition this year bar barring the fact that they haven't strengthened defensively but they do have the benefits of that rest as I said and um if Paris don't win the Champions League this year, they really are going to have to consider a, a managerial change. And I think they'll be lucky to hold on to Neymar and Mbappe as well if they fail to do so again. Up next, why considered to be the toughest call in, in, this, um, in this next round is Atalanta versus Valencia. Now, Atalanta edge Valencia out as the 8-11 to favourites, but I think Valencia could benefit here from playing their home game second. I think if they are able to get a draw or even get some away goals here. I do believe they'll be able to win the home leg. Atalanta are a very free-scoring team, but they do concede goals as well, and they only narrowly scrapped through to this round of the Champions League. So I think with the European experience edge going to Valencia, I think that they may be able to edge out this tie, but this is by no means something I'm interested in playing. I am interested in playing the next one, which is Tottenham versus RB Leisping, where Tottenham are the even money underdogs to prevail here, whereas Leisping are available 8-11. to 11. Now, I understand that Leisping are challenging for the Bundesliga, but the Bundesliga is a significantly weaker league than Tottenham. If you look at the fact that Leisping have very few players that would get into a combined 11 with Tottenham, that really does speak volumes to me. Plus, Tottenham got to this Champions League final last year, plus the fact they're managed by Jose Mourinho. There's absolutely no way this RB Leisping team would get into the Premier League top four, or they wouldn't even get into the Premier League top six, whereas Tottenham, I think, would comfortably get into the Bundesliga top four and would probably push Bayern Munich for the title, although inevitably Bayern Munich would end up winning it. I do see Tottenham as being very similarly built to, to, to Dortmund, especially this season where they can't seem to defend but are able to score goals. And nothing sets a better example than that than the win they had against Villa at the weekend, which is very, very un-Mourinho-like. I think we're going to see a change in this Tottenham team 
in philosophy, in personnel over the summer. But at the moment, Mourinho has to work with what he's got and he's always been an expert at that. And I think despite the fact I don't see him winning the Champions League or maybe or I don't even see Tottenham really getting into the um, into the semi-final stage, but I do see them getting past this stage. And I think they're a very, very good shout to prevail as underdogs here. Remember last year, we took them as underdogs against Dortmund and they got the job done for us. And um, I don't see it being any different here. I see Tottenham prevailing from this tie. And um, I think Leisping as well. I don't think they realistically think they can win the Champions League. So perhaps it would be almost a benefit to their league challenge if they are eliminated here because then they can solely focus on their Bundesliga campaign and they're not a team that have got a massive squad that they can rotate players in and out at will like um, like many of the big teams here in the Champions League. So I don't think they'll be able to concentrate on both tournaments at the same time. And um, as I said, realistically, Leisping aren't going to win the Champions League and they know that. Before we move on to the next set of games and um, these these first legs will go place next week let me take a second here to talk about my bookie.ag my bookie.ag will have all of these bets available here that we're giving out for the champions league my bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you'll get an extra $1,000 in free money to bet with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from mybookie.ag. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Also want to take a second here to talk about Ace Per Head because if you've ever thought about starting your own sportsbook and didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start your own sportsbook. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all lines updated to the second and wages graded immediately. They have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers a live betting experience and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today and Ace is, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. So continuing on with the Champions League here, and uh, we'll move on to the games that start next week. And um, for me, these are obviously the more glamorous games because we're looking at Real Madrid and Manchester City. We're looking at Napoli, Barcelona, and we're looking at Chelsea, Bayern Munich, which was a Champions League final a few years back. But there's no way this Chelsea team are getting to the final. They are really, really stuttering to get themselves a Champions League place this season. And uh, despite the fact they remain in the FA Cup, and uh, sit fourth in the league. There's a lot of pressure on Frank Lampard here to see it over the to see them over the line. I think their Champions League campaign will definitely end here. I actually think there's value in Bayern Munich here at two to seven, and certainly something I'll be adding to parlays. I think Bayern Munich could even just wrap this up in the first leg because Chelsea's home form this season has been very poor, as indicated tonight by when they were defeated once again by Manchester United. I think Bayern Munich even money get the job done here in the first leg and certainly qualified through to the next round I think they're a good shout to to go as far as the semi-finals here in this competition and they're possibly a dark horse but as I said given the choice between Bayern and PSG usually Bayern will have wrapped their league up or be in a good position to to win their league by now that hasn't happened this season they're getting a real challenge from both Dortmund and Leisping so I think that may be their downfall but in saying that they do have a very very good squad that they can rotate this season bringing in a lot of good players in the summer so they have a shot plus they have Robert Lewandowski who is 
unquestionably going to finish as the top goal scorer in the tournament. He's way out in front in the Champions League this season. Looking at the next tie, we look at Napoli versus Barcelona. And this one could have been competitive in, in, in other seasons, especially given Barcelona's poor away record. But I again think there's actually value here on Barcelona at one to three to qualify in this tie. Napoli a bang out of form. And if Barcelona can avoid a defeat in this first leg in Napoli, uh, I think they're almost guaranteed to go through. But at the same time, I think there's value in Napoli on the double chance market because Barcelona come into this as short price favourites. And I don't think that they should be this this kind of short price favourites here. I think this game probably winds up a draw and Barcelona finish things off at the new Camp in the second leg. Moving on to the next game, we look at Leon versus Juve. And this, for me, looks like the most cut and dry tie of the round. And that's probably clear by the way the bookies have priced it because they have Juve as the one to six favorites to qualify Leon did well getting through to the next round but of course they were in a very weak group where Leipzig were the strongest team and they qualified as the group winners I think their campaign ends here although it will undeniably return to the Champions League. They they looked at the start of the season as a team in trouble. They were struggling in mid-table, but a managerial change has put them back into contention for the Champions League. And I do think that they'll qualify back again with Marseille and PSG. But I think their journey will end here. Juve too strong for him. And as I said at the top of the show, Juve are very, very well equipped to win this competition. They have a strong, strong defence a very, very strong midfield and decent attacking options. I mean, the Juve squad looks ideal to win this competition. And Lurgan Klopp made a comment this week where he said he was surprised that Juve hadn't already wrapped up the... Um, the Italian league. And he said he wasn't saying it for mind games, but it's very odd because he refuses to be drawn into a conversation where he talks about the Premier League being wrapped up, even though his team are 25 points ahead and have only dropped two points all season. But, and then he says that the Italian league should be wrapped up by now with Juve having an eight to 10 point lead. Well, you've got a 25 point lead and you're not talking about winning the league, but you're commenting about other people's leagues. And then he turned around and goes, um, he didn't mean to put Sari under pressure. And if anybody was the main challenger for the Champions League, he identified PSG as favourites. I don't believe anything this guy says. He's obviously playing mind games. He has obviously identified Juve as a threat and, of course, PSG as well. And we've done the same here on this show. I, I do think that the threat comes from them. I don't think that it comes from the obvious places like um, Manchester City, the bookies' favourites, or an inconsistent Barcelona team, or um, or even Bayern. I do think it comes from this Juve team, who, as I said, very, very well built to, to win this competition. And of course, PSG having the benefit of winning their league very, very easily and always being able to rest players just before the Champions League games come around. But Juve massively, massively underachieved last season being eliminated by Ajax that's going to haunt them and I don't think that's going to happen again I don't think they're especially not going to be eliminated by an underdog like the with the likes of Leon so they are definitely going to run in this competition and as I mentioned earlier are a good shout to to qualify through to the semi-finals at a minimum here this year and uh, of course as I said Cristiano Ronaldo is the key player despite the fact some people say that he's not the player he was and he was receiving all that criticism um, in the first couple of months of the season. Look what he's done since he's come back from the international bake. He's been on absolute fire and um, he couldn't have timed that any better as the Champions League is coming back this week.
Next up, we spend a little bit of time here to focus on the tie of the round. And last but not least, it's Real Madrid versus Manchester City, where for the first leg alone, these two teams are 6-4 to four and 6-4 to four with 13-5 to five the draw. Man City are the outright favourites to qualify between 8-5 to five or 1-2, to depending where you bet. And Real Madrid 11-8 to eight, and as big as 6-4 to four to qualify. Manchester City have never ever done anything in this competition in fact they've always fallen short where they shouldn't have done and last year against Tottenham was a heavy indicator of that because that's the real reason why you could say that Liverpool went on to win this competition because not only was it the capitulation of Barcelona but it was also the capitulation of Manchester City that ended up giving Ajax or Tottenham a clear route to the final and you could even blame Juve for that it really should have been a Juve Manchester City semi-final but in the end we ended up with Tottenham versus Ajax and by the time one of them got through to the final it was really all set up for Liverpool or Barca to dispose of their opponent whereas if they'd been Manchester City versus Juventus or either one of them we would have seen ourselves a much better final and I do believe that given the way the two teams were playing last year, I think Manchester City would have beaten Liverpool in the in the final and they would have spared us from the supporters. I also think Juve would have beaten Liverpool in the final last year as well, but they were very, very poor for just one game last season against Ajax. And it really looked like Juve's name was on the trophy at one point because they came back from 2-0 down against Atletico Madrid and I was really feeling them. They were actually my pick to, to win it last year and I really felt good about that after that really, really solid comeback against Atletico Madrid because Atletico Madrid are not a team that you come back against when you lose the first leg 2-0. To come back and win 3-0 against Atletico, that was a big, big statement and then they got eliminated by Ajax and everything just kept falling into place and falling into place and falling into place for Liverpool. But, it never seems to fall into place for Manchester City. They always seem to find a way to get themselves eliminated from this competition. And here, they are the 1-2-200 to two minus 200 favourites to eliminate a team that have won it three times out of the last four years. Now, I understand that they didn't have Cristiano Ronaldo last year, and he may have been a key element as to why they've gone downhill. But they are putting together a pretty decent La Liga campaign without Cristiano Ronaldo this year. They have managed to find ways to replace him. Karen Benzema is playing much better. The midfield looks solid. Casemiro has advanced himself as probably the best holding midfielder in the world. Gareth Bale is in and out of the team. But when he does play, he looks good. Eden Hazard has yet to really find his form at Real Madrid because of his injuries. But if he gets going, then he's going to be an asset. But then... Let's not let's not overlook this back line. This could be the most solid back line in all of football, other than possibly Liverpool, because you're looking at Mendy at left back, and he's been consistent this season. Carver Hall and Ramos always are, and Rafael Varane has got over that World Cup hangover he has. He looks like the same player that he was a few years ago once again. So this is a solid, solid Madrid team. And I really do like them here as an underdog to knock Manchester City out of the competition. And as I said, I would quite like to see Man City win it. And that's hard for me to say as a Man Manchester United fan, but it's all down to this UEFA situation with Man City getting a two-year ban. And I just think it would be a comedic irony if they were able to win it. But I don't think realistically that's going to be the case. And also, if I'm picking Real Madrid here, it's, as much as I would like to see Man City win it for comedy value, for, for monetary value, no. I wouldn't like to see him win it because we are going to take Real Madrid in this tie and we are going to take Real Madrid to uh, to reach the Champions League semi-final at 9-2 to two as, we, as we looked at that market earlier on. So for me... Not going to play Manchester City here. I love Real Madrid as an underdog. Looking at these two teams, it's very, very difficult. 
to make a case for the fact that Man City players would would dominate any dominate any kind of combined eleven from these teams. Because if you're looking at a holding midfielder. You're looking at Casemiro. If you're looking at centre-backs, you're looking at both players from Real Madrid. If you're looking at a goalkeeper, you give the edge to Manchester City. If you're looking at full-backs, you go with Real Madrid. If you're looking for attacking players, it's very difficult to, to see who you pick from the selection of Gareth Bale, Raheem Sterling, Sergio Aguero, Karen Benzema, Eden Hazard. It's, it's not as cut and dry as you think. I mean... There's one or two players that are absolutely definite here, but pretty much in every other position, you'd be putting it up for conversations. Um, Kevin De Bruyne walks into this combined 11. Sergio Ramos and Rafa Varane walk into this combined 11. Uh, Sergio Aguero walks into this combined 11. But aside from that, there is the debates to be had in every other position on this team. So... It's not as cut and dry as you think. And for me, there's definite value here on the three times, or the team that have won it three times in the last four years, and that being Real Madrid. So let's close out with some actual plays here on this show. Now, obviously, it's difficult for me to give a lock here because... um, a lot of these teams to qualify are short price favorites. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a parlay here for teams to qualify, a one-unit qualification parlay for teams to get through to the next round here in the Champions League. The first team I like here in this parlay will be Paris Saint-Germain. I think that they'll win the shootout with Dortmund. I don't think Dortmund are the team that are going to eliminate Paris. I could honestly see Paris going to Paris with an away win in Dortmund. And if they don't, I think the very least they'll go through with a draw and they'll finish the job in Paris. Can't make any case for Leon knocking out Juve and I can't make any case whatsoever for knocking for Chelsea knocking out Bayern. I could make a case for Napoli because Barcelona's away form is so bad that that's if Napoli were informed. But this Napoli team... And the way they've played this season are not going to knock out Barcelona. Even if they are able to win at home, Barcelona are going to finish the job at the new Camp. But for me, I think a draw in the first leg for Napoli-Barcelona and Barcelona finish it off in the second leg. I think a draw for Dortmund and PSG with PSG finishing off in the second leg. And I believe that Bayern and Juve pick up away wins in their first legs and comfortably go through. This parlay with these four selections for £100 will return you 275 So a one-unit parlay will return you a 1.75-unit profit. So £100 returns you 175 And to re- re- reiterate what they are, Paris, Juve, Bayern and Barcelona, they will be the teams for me who are locks to qualify for the next round of the Champions League. And that is your free pick for this Champions League future show. So that's it for me. Over over elsewhere on the feed, you will be able to find the picks for week one of the first legs i broke down those games individually all of those first legs or at least tuesdays and wednesdays and i'll be back next week with another rundown of those shows over at lockbetting.com i will be looking at the europa league so there'll be a future show and a rundown of the games from the last 32 i'll be taking a selection of those games looking at the bets i like much like the european show and um, also this week i'll be putting out a fight show because it's dante wilder versus tyson fury this week 
Before I close the show, let me take a second here to talk about Simply Safe. Simply Safe is home security, and it's like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know the police are going to be on the scene immediately. And this is the exact type of security you get with Simply Safe. Go to simplysafe.com/sgp today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60 day money back guarantee. That's Simply Safe, and that's spelled S I. M-P-L-I safe.com slash SGP to save on home security today. That's simplysafe.com slash SGP. The last guys I want to talk about is Monkey Knife Fight. Monkey Knife Fight is the fastest growing daily fantasy site on the planet. And if you use the promo code SGP, you'll get 100% deposit up to $100. So go to monkeyknifefight.com and use the promo code SGP. That's monkeyknifefight.com slash SGP. So that brings us to the end of the show. Just to recap everything, this is the Champions League future show, but these are not all the future's picks. For the rest of my picks, head over to my website, lockbetting.com. Lockbetting.com will also be the place to find your Europa League podcast. We'll be looking at those futures and the matches for this week. The matches for the Champions League are already up on the SGP feed, and we'll be back with the other four matches next week. The fight show will be available this week, it will be out as early as Thursday, so make sure you check that out. And of course, over at lockbetting.com at the weekend, we will have the European show, which returns to normal this week, and the EPL show, EPL show returns to normal this week as well here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That's it from me. Good luck with all of your bets as always, and thanks for listening, guys. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.